0: Greetings, aliens! It is me, Alice Sanchez. And if you're tuning back in, hi, welcome back. Thank you. And if you're not, then what are you doing? What have you been doing? Why aren't you listening to me talking to the void? I'm a little offended right now. Uh, well, today's episode is a long one. I will try to make it as fast as I can, or at least within an hour-ish. Um, this is my third time recording this episode because I want to get, I want to make it perfect. And also, the one that was perfect, the second time. Um, It's not done editing itself or mixing, whatever. So um, I'm here to redo it. And before I get into it, I'm going to be talking about and ranking 2020. And I will get into it further in a minute, but I just want to give a disclaimer before I start that me, I'm a person that uses humor as a coping mechanism And we're going to be talking about the funny things that happened in 2020 and positive things that happened in 2020, but also the more serious events that have happened and important events as well. So if you want to stick around and hear that out, I get it. I hope you enjoy. But if you don't want to relive 2020 with me and roast it and make fun of it, then that's okay too. 2020 was very hard in so many different ways for so many different people. So without further ado, let's get into it. Bada bing, bada boom, let's get to it. Woo! Okay, so here we are. Now, like I mentioned before, and I will say, oh, that was the putty I'm playing with. I'm gonna put that away, actually, because like, this microphone picks up everything. So I'm gonna put that away. If anybody wants me to do ASMR, I'm more than happy to oblige for that. But anyways, on to the topic. So this is my third time recording this, and I hope the third time is the charm. But anyways, so I'm going to be ranking and reviewing 2020's events, the the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, and I have made my own categories, but before I start, before I start into that, I will remind you again, a disclaimer, if you don't want to relive the events of 2020, I understand it was not a great year for everyone at the end of the day, but if you want to stay, happy to have you, hope you enjoy so... I have broken it into six categories in total and I'm gonna say the first three They're like the first three are like the positive funny things that we can put into 2020 like those events so the first one is bien hecho which just translates to like good job good riddance kind of deal I don't know I just love when my mom says it she always says it and it's just like I know the context of that I mean it's a more of if you know you know kind of concept But um, the second one is serotonin, just simple as that, serotonin with like a little heart. And then three, the third category is just vibes. Now, the next three are the more for the bad and negative things that have happened in 2020. And some events that I have listed on my outline are not even necessary to put into the list because some things are just not meant to be jerked about. But anyways for the events that are worthy of joking about. Um, For these categories, I have picked for the not-so-great things, the negative things, if you will. For politics are a simulation, we're in a panoramic. If you don't know that video, it's a very popular video that went viral in 2020. It was a man of just smoking a blunt and just being like, I don't have that kind of time because there's a panoramic. I was like, yes, there is a panoramic. You're right. And then the last one is they woke up and chose violence. So the six of the categories in total are bien hecho, Serotonin, Just Vibes, Politics or a Simulation. We're in a panoramic, they woke up and chose violence. Now, for starters, I will also be bringing up and giving the proper attention and respect to BLM every few... Um, topics because I feel like BLM played a major role in 2020 as it should have and I feel like bringing it up is very important and at the end I'm going to like fully fully give it my full attention and respect because I feel like talking about it for a minute is not really like enough time to go into detail because BLM was very crucial like during 2020 so I don't want to be like talking about it and then all of a sudden I just move on so I'd rather just save it for the end and get into it and like get into tidbits as I go and yeah, I want to give it its proper respect and time. So the first thing on my list for funny or good or positive things that happened in 2020 will be <laughs> Twitter making World War Three memes, because that is how the year started. Like, literally day one, that's how it started. And of all the Twitter eras I have ever lived, because I have lived very many, I've been on that app for a decade. No, way longer than that, actually. Just way longer. Way longer than that. <laughs> And by far, I am so thankful to have lived that era. Was it as funny as it should have been? It shouldn't have been. It had no business being that funny. But it was. I don't understand. I wish I understood. But it is absolutely hilarious. There are so many. Like, I want to relive that era. But at the same time, I really don't. Because the bigger picture is quite scary. So I'm going to put Twitter making World War III memes under Bien Hecho. Because that is a good job to me. People were making... They were dedicating all day for like three days. To Talk about World War Three. God, I can't even fathom that. Oh my God, okay. Anyways, next on my list has to be a very positive thing that came from this year which would be new businesses blossoming in 2020 or businesses that started off a while ago but they're getting more attention in 2020. 2020 was a very big year for music and businesses which is really great to hear. So all I can say about that, and it's going under serotonin because honestly, I think like very small businesses are so important and when you buy from them it goes directly to them And you're probably most likely helping someone pay their rent, their bills, or if anything, their groceries for the week. It's very simple, yet it's very effective. And if you don't have the financial means to do so, which is totally understandable. Everyone has a different financial situation. But hey, my favorite thing to do if I can't purchase an item or maybe you don't like the service they're providing, you can always just post them on your story or write a nice review or anything like that, really. word of mouth or word of... Social media posting is very effective and maybe you may not like the service or maybe you just want to spread awareness and somebody might tap on the post and be like, you know what, I like this. And they get into it and they fall into a spiral, which is great. So I am going to put new businesses blossoming under serotonin because it's very, very beautiful to see. I hope that all small businesses boom, whether it's your friends, your families, your Oh, just your local business shop small really and that's it that's all I can say just a very positive note and the very great thing I saw on my Twitter timeline on Instagram it was great to see I loved seeing it it was great so the next thing on my list oh I love this one okay 2020 Spotify wrapped now before y'all are like oh my god like nobody cares about your Spotify wrapped I'm like I do to you you don't but to me i care i want to know all about it i want to know your music tastes i follow this person for years and like i don't know what they listen to and boom spotify wrapped just for me for me to look i don't know my personal preference i'm i love it so much it's a great a great time and people make so many memes about their spotify wrapped it's so cute and honestly i like spotify a lot i have been loyal to them my whole life really And it's just so cute. It's just such a cute time. Like, I love seeing people post their Spotify Wrapped. It's adorable. Hey, and also, if you hate on Spotify Wrapped, think of it like this. If you see somebody that has your same music taste, boom. They're the one for you. Just send them a DM. Because I remember when I downloaded Spotify for the first time ever, they had, like, a DM feature. They had, like, a lyrics feature. And, like, ever since they got rid of those two things, I'm mad about it. I think I saw this one guy tweet. He was like, If Spotify still had their DM feature, I'd be married by now. And I was like, that's really good. Yes, I would be married by now. I would have found the one by now. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. So I'm going to put 2020 Spotify wrapped under serotonin. Because I loved getting my Spotify wrapped. And in case anybody cares, because I know that no one does, um, my top artist of the 2020 year was uh, Tamabala. He got me through so much. Or... they got me through so much. I always think of Kevin Parker when I shouldn't. Like, they're all icons. I, like, it wouldn't be Team Impala without all of them. So, Tame Impala as a whole. Oh, my God. Geniuses, legends, icons. Like, I'm not worthy. And they are, my, they are my second top artist since, like, 2019. Like, in a row. This is the second time. So, am I going to go for uh, Tame Impala again 2021? Yes. Yes, it will be. That's not going to change. And I love Tim and Paula. They're iconic. Like, I don't I, there's nothing else for me to say. I just love them. And I don't know, it's just interesting seeing how people coped with 2020, like with songs they listened to, like how sad they were, how upset they were, or just trying to figure out how to cope with it. So, 2020, Spotify wrapped serotonin. Simple. Now, what I thought was funny, <laughs> what I thought was hilarious, the next one is. The worldwide panic about buying toilet paper and paper towels like that was going to really stop COVID-19. Look, I get it. We were going to go under quarantine for a very long time or on a questionable amount of time. We didn't know how long it was going to take and only to find out it was going to be a very long time. And I just don't remember the World Health Organization, who, if you will, because who said, who said That toilet paper and paper towels were gonna stop COVID-19. Who said that? Because I know the World Health Organization didn't say that. But who did? Who really? Because what was the stuff? I get toilet paper, because like if you're gonna be inside for a long time, I get it, you wanna suck up, you go to the bathroom every day, totally get it. But paper towels. Just use a towel, like a regular towel. You can wash them, like they're reusable, like that's the whole point of a towel. You don't need paper towels unless you maybe spill something. But then again, you can always use a towel. I don't know. That's just me. But uh, also, I think I can remember, if anybody knows the brand Rip and Dip, and if you don't know, they're like the cat with like the middle finger. Like, that's their whole brand. That's their whole logo. That's their mascot, whatever. I remember I used to like love their brand. I haven't really revisited revisited them in a while, but like... I did subscribe to their newsletter because I did want to buy this one jacket a long long time ago And then I just forgot to unsubscribe and I just get random emails from them They have like pop-up shops. They have like parties and stuff before the pandemic But I got an email one day. It was like peak quarantine And it's from Rip and Dip And they were having a pop-up shop for toilet paper A pop-up shop for toilet paper Yo Yo I don't get it only that was like the most 2020 thing I've ever heard all that the whole time I was like like when I saw the email I was like that is peak 2020 that's like the only thing I would ever like see to happen in 2020 so I am putting the worldwide pandemic no the worldwide panic for buying toilet paper and paper towels as really funny but also under just vibes like just 2020 vibes if you will so the next thing, that was like pretty good, but also a little concerning, but also kind of very good at the same time. I, I would say is a more of a positive thing. I would say that technology brought us closer together than ever before. I already panic prior to the pandemic of how much I was using my phone and my laptop and everything. But at the same time, since 2020 has happened, I'm just like, you know what? I have no other way of communicating with my friends and family other than my phone or my laptop or whatever. So, and also people were getting married on Zoom, like, it's just really funny, because, like, my sister, she was, like, having, like, her Zoom parties in the beginning, where she had, like, a Zoom birthday party with one of her friends, and they're like, oh my god, let's get drunk, guys, and then there's me that's, like, in pain, because I'm like, I'm on Zoom, but, like, not for fun, like, I'm on Zoom for school, like, we're not the same, like, every time I I think of Zoom, I think of and associate it with school, and I already worry about school as it is, I don't need to re-worry about it even more when I'm not doing it, so, All I think of is Zoom automatically equates to Zoom. I mean, Zoom equals my university and stress. So it, oh my God, I can't, I can't. It just stresses me out sometimes. So I'm going to put technology bringing us closer together under serotonin, actually. Because you can see a lot of funny stuff on social media and technology as a whole. But also you see very important things to talk about, you know, like with everything with BLM. I heard a lot of news coming from Twitter and um, I thought it was great. I thought it was important and I thought it was very crucial as well. Like just seeing it all unveil and I don't know. I just, I don't know why. It was very like crucial during BLM as well. You saw like the real behind the scenes of what really was going on at protests. So I'm putting... Technology bringing us closer together as serotonin because it was actually you know what no Wait no I'm gonna keep it as serotonin because I think it's it's just like sometimes you just have a good laugh You know sometimes you have a good laugh and sometimes you see something that you really needed to see Or you know what oh god I'm so indecisive the Gemini in me I'm gonna actually put technology bringing us closer together under The initial like good job good red ends I'm gonna actually put it under that the final answer <laughs> So the next thing on my list for positive things that have come from 2020, I'm going to put artists flourishing in their work and creating whatever they could during this time. Because I asked some of my friends and family, like, what can't, like, what happened in 2020 that wasn't talked about as much and or wasn't, like, you just can't get over it? Like, how, like, what is it? Like, what's something that happened that you just can't get over in 2020 or it wasn't talked about enough? Like, kind of that. Uh, energy. And so my friend, he was like, artists flourishing in their work and doing whatever they can. I'm like, that's very true. Because as a creative person myself, as a creative in general, I very much took for granted being in a studio with other dancers because when you're in that element like you like you're just pushed to do better like i don't like it's really hard to explain but like if you know you do know it's just so nice because everyone is there for the same reason as you are to just improve their technique and their work and everything and it's just so like it's such a positive environment and you just work and strive for better it really is just as simple as that and i love it i have loved everything and seeing all these choreographers doing like rehearsals through zoom which is incredibly difficult i had a dance class via zoom it was honestly the reason why i had a four pack in quarantine but i lost it you know por ser nona, you know it's all i do and honestly who can blame us we were questionable beings in quarantine we're not perfect it's okay if you gotta let yourself go, you gotta let yourself go sometimes. It happens. But regardless, I took for granted being in a studio and being in that element very much. And if I knew that the last day I was ever gonna be in a dance studio was like March, like late March 2020, I would have done a lot of things differently. And I would have just given it my all because seeing dance studios close, like, one of my favorite dance studios in Hollywood, Edge, closed, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. And people were taking dance classes online. Like, people were using Zoom to teach Zoom classes. One of my friends, Danny, she teaches Zoom online, and she kills me because um, my legs hurt every time after her class. <laughs> so it was... It was something. It was something. And... Seeing how people have adapted to like teaching and still like especially yoga teachers as well, not just dancers and choreographers, just like any type of creative field that requires like body movement. It is it is very interesting and it's very important to see. And like there were still award shows that happened in 2020 and seeing like choreographers, like choreograph through Zoom like the entire routine, which is, I know, not easy because it cuts out. You're in the middle of a count, boom, it cuts out, or you don't, like, you miss the count of where to, like, hit the right step, like, boom. So I understand it's very difficult. So I could talk about this all day, truly, but I'm just going to put artists flourishing and their work on creating what they ever could in the pandemic as and under serotonin. Absolutely. I've seen beautiful work in and out of the studio. I've seen beautiful work created, prior to the pandemic and during this pandemic so it's just so chef's kiss I could really go on but the next thing before I go further is funny to me because I have seen so many zoom fails zoom wow like it's just if you don't know what the zoom fails are like basically like students and professors they have been very stressed about you know adapting to online teaching which I get it's very stressful for both parties but um seeing like students yell at their like their professors thinking their mic is off and it's not (laughs) like this one girl she's like oh my god shut the hell up and then boom her mic is actually on I hope she's well because I would have been terrified I would have just evaporated I would have cried um and also I think there was this one of like this one kid, it's all in Spanish, it's hilarious, but he's on Zoom, he's vibing, you know, having a time, and then it's just like him, he's like, wait, what did you say? And then his professor is like going at him. He's like, si no quieres estar en la clase, sal. And I was like, oh, he he really went there. If you don't know what that means, that sucks for you. Google it, I don't know. But <laughs> basically, like this man, like, and this like professor is just going at this kid. He's like, honestly, si no quieres estar en la clase, sal. I was like, you're right, bro. I hear you. I hear you, all right? But this, U, this U.S. world, the United States, if you will, um, has conditioned me to think a degree matters. So God help me. Wish I could drop it, but I can't, you know? It is what it is. So Zoom fails are going under serotonin. No, actually, no. They're going under just vibes because that's like only like in 2020. That's like a 2020 vibe. So I'm going to put actually these next 3 this these next 3 under the same thing because they're pretty much the same thing. Like people were protesting masks and protesting the lockdown and pro, like gym rats were like protesting like the gym being closed but the like they were working out outside during the protest. Doesn't make sense what's not clicking, you know? But the next thing I want to put all together is the protest of masks and the COVID-19 lockdown and the gym rats that were exercising outside during their protest proving that they can work out without the gym but they were protesting because the gyms were closed so oh okay um let's not make sounds i don't know if the mic picked that up but i'm pretty sure it did but anyways so i'm going to really go at these people because i saw some signs like you know twitter always coming in clutch with the real information most of the time. And so people were like taking pictures of what the signs were saying for these people protesting. People were really protesting masks, bro. If I'm being honest, not only are they effective and they have been proven to be effective, but masks really hide a lot of your face, man. Do you know how nice it is to wear a mask and go outside into the public world and not have the public see And they don't have to see how deep my eye bags are. Do you know how lovely that is? Do you know how chef's kiss that is for me? Having the mask cover half of my face? I'm pretty mediocre looking. And having the mask cover half my face, I'm up left for interpretation. An even better combination when you put sunglasses on. I know it gets cloudy in there. Bear with me. I know it's very stressful. But like having that power where no one can see my full face... It's very powerful. I used to laugh at people that wore sunglasses inside, but now I understand. You don't need to see me like that. You don't even know me well enough to see the eyes, all right? Also, my eyes are borderline the color of black, so you can't even see my eyes anyways. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, my eyes are that dark. So it's really funny. So people were protesting masks, God forbid. I don't know why, because I love the new mask idea. I hope that we never have to, you know, get rid of masks or we normalize it a bit better because I don't want people seeing my real, my real identity. Why? You don't know me like that. You don't need to see me. So then the next one, people protesting the COVID-19 lockdown. Um, I don't understand that one either because these people were out in the streets talking about like, I wanna get a haircut or um, my senior year is ruined. And this was the same time as the BLM protests, around the same time, similar time. And it just blows my mind, man. I wanna give a trigger warning prior to finishing. um, Police brutality, violence, murder. Um, So you wanna protest a haircut. You wanna protest because you can't get one. Um, I think that's fair for everyone, a normal person because I didn't cut my hair since maybe March, 2020 if not before that, it's fine. Just say you have a bad hairline and go figure it out. Pick up a pair of scissors at home if you have it, you have it. If you're uncoordinated, just say that. It's not that serious. You can easily get your hair cut. Or, you know, this one person, this one girl, she was like, "My senior year is ruined." Babe, I can assure you, if your entire life, I know at the moment, at that age, senior year 17, 18 in high school, that's like the best thing of your life. I can assure you there are more pressing issues like, hmm, I don't know. Um, the black community is protesting their right to live as they should. And they're protesting to live. They're protesting that. They're protesting, hey, how about you stop killing us? And you're over here talking about, I want to get a haircut and I want my senior year back. No, no, no. They're not the same. They're absolutely not the same whatsoever. And if you're more concerned about your haircut and senior year, you need your priorities straightened out. Really, if that's your number one priority, then you really need help, truly. And it's just funny because if your number one priority as of now, I get it, 17, 18, your entire life is senior year. But after that, I can assure you, it's way more fun after high school. Hate to break it to the high schoolers out there. But after that, everything is going to get a little bit better because you're going to meet new people and you're going to actually like these people and you're not going to be friends with them out of habit. You're actually going to like them and be friends with them because you like them. Just a thought. And if you peaked in high school and you're only talking about high school at 25 years old, then, babe, seek help. There are other memories to make. Make some new friends. Make some new memories. Trust me. In five years from now, you're not going to even give a shit about your senior year. So don't be out here protesting that when people are dying, especially the black community is dying. So just want to put that out there. Just a friendly reminder and, you know, pretty obvious reminder as well. Then the next thing is gym rats protesting the COVID-19 lockdown because the gyms were closed but they were working out outside they had weights they had people having like doing squats in the middle of the road i'm like here's my thing though i have been working out indoors for um since march actually 2020 um it's been nice i don't have to actually physically commit to going somewhere to actually get my workout in and you you honestly people may not have the space for it but it's fine but you work with what you have truly. It's not that serious. And besides, I know the gym rats are going to be really heartbroken about this. Being a gym rat is not a personality trait. Never was, never will be. Find something else. It's not a personality trait. Just because you work out 100 days a year does not mean um, you're special. Like happy for you, babe, but um, don't protest something that has no relevance right now. Like you're proving your point. You're working out outside, outside a gym. It's quite easy to work out. In the outside world in your home however it is so i'm gonna put all of these idiots that protested idiot and dumb things i'm gonna put them all under just vibes because that is a very 2020 vibe don't understand it i don't really think i want to so next thing on my list the pentagon releases ufo videos in april 2020 i'm gonna say it one more time the Pentagon releases UFO videos in April, 2020. Let me, let me, there are so many things to unpack here. It blows my mind. Um, Wow, wow, okay. So, wow, the government and the Pentagon have been denying the existence of UFOs and aliens for decades, for a long time. They think that anybody that believes in that is an idiot. They think that anybody that believes in that is stupid. But let me, let me say this, Um, why did you drop it then? During the chaos, so people would not talk about it because no one did, no one did. And then there was me, little old me, obsessed with aliens and obsessed with conspiracies, like crying, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're doing this to distract me from the chaos. I know that's what they're doing, but like, oh my God, I need to know more. You know, why did they drop it? Why did they release it? We already know to cause chaos or to miss the chaos of what's going on because it literally was on Twitter for like, an hour if not a little longer than that and not even a full day and it blows my mind that nobody cares except me maybe i'm the only one that really cared honestly And everyone's like okay like we we don't care like there's a pandemic and i'm like to you like in this moment i wanted to distract myself from this pandemic for just a minute and just read about aliens but no no wasn't even that accessible and recently the cia in 2021 releases ufo things and i'm like Why is someone talking about this? I wish I knew. But, you know, they're just doing it to to distract from the chaos. And I'm like, sir, I'm not distracted. I can pay attention to both things. I may not be an acrobat, but I can at least do the basic bare minimum of multitasking. So I'm going to put the Pentagon releasing UFO videos in April 2020 as serotonin for me. It was serotonin for me. Like the world is out there if you've never seen x-files um that's sad that's tragic please it's on hulu just watch it you're gonna understand why it matters um but the truth is out there it is don't come from me, government um i'm just a really big fan of aliens and conspiracies and ufos and god forbid um yeah that's all i can say but anyways the next thing on my list trump running his mouth about banning tiktok so many different times the whole year of 2020 and if anything tiktok banned him first I remember when I had the app in early March or whatever, the last time I had it, it was just funny because every time I had the app and like they released a day when they were going to delete it off the app store, I woke up and it was still there. I don't know really what he's on about, but um, it's hilarious to me because Trump is just pathetic in so many ways. And it's just funny because TikTok and every other social media platform banned him first. It was just a funny moment that I want to add in there. And honestly, I'm going to add that under the initial because it's a good job tiktok really snapped tiktok really went off for that so anyways next thing on my list um everything was cake everything was cake oh people are talking outside hi guys um you're not featured on this podcast sorry never will be love (laughs) um everything was cake i don't understand and not only was everything cake it was very hyper-realistic. Like, I want to meet the people th- that baked these cakes. Because if you think about it, I'm a little, like, like, I'm scared of them. What happens if they make a hand? Because I saw somebody that, a baker that made a hand with tattoos, like fingernails. It was bizarre. And it was all cake. And I had a moment. I like I, The only two that I did see were the human hand and the crock. It was like a red like shoe croc. Um, I um, I lost it. I was like, oh, so you mean to tell me that's not a human hand, and you mean to tell me that's not a croc shoe? What's not clicking to me? I don't know. And I want to meet the people that baked these cakes because that means they have talent, and we should fear them. How are you going to make a human hand that realistic? That realistic. I was terrified but in many ways more than one and I was like wait I love this but like what flavor is it like if I were to have any baker to make a hyper realistic cake I would have it be chocolate and I think it would be a portrait of me like being like an actual real life video or no whoa real life picture portrait of me not like the ones where you see on like you know cakes that they just put the picture and it's like a square like no I want it to be like shaped like me like I want that I want to meet these bakers I really do. So I'm putting everything was cake under, honestly, honestly, what am I going to put under it? I'm going to put actually serotonin because I love cake, who doesn't, you know, and being able to just make it look like anything you want or have a baker make it like however you like, I'm down for that and make it your flavor of choice. I'm so down for that. So next thing on my list the Gossip Girl memes. If you don't know Gossip Girl, um, that's really tragic. It is my life. I have I watched it years ago and um, I still re-watch it to this day. I'm 21 now. <laughs> and I think I watched it when I was in high school. I was like maybe like 17 or something because it came out on Netflix and it was like really popular all over like Twitter. Like, oh my God, Gossip Girl's on Netflix. And it has been on Netflix for a very long time. And I think it's on HBO now. I'm never going to forgive Netflix for taking it off. I'm never gonna forgive Netflix for that because they they took it off on like January 1st of 2021 and I'm very broken about it, not gonna lie. So if you don't know Gossip Girl, which is tragic, um, please, it's a cultural iconic show. It's like very soapy. It's a very stupid show, but like it makes me wanna relive or like live like a princess. Like every time I watch it, it's like the girliest thing about me, if I'm being honest. And so the memes that came from quarantine were- the highlight, aside from Twitter making World War Three memes, the Gossip Girl memes really got me. So, next thing on my list was the Gossip Girl memes. So, we have Miss Serena Woodsen played by Blake Lively, and then we have Miss Queen Blair Waldorf, as played by Le- Leighton Miss Meester. I don't know how to say her last name, but she was featured on the song um, "Good Girls Go Bad." I did not know that until very recently. <laughs> And the layout goes, Miss Serena being like, I'm thirsty. And then Blair being like, go sip girl. (laughs) Just like cutting just like this, the name of the show. I don't know. Shit sent me. I was laughing for days. I saved it to my phone. I've saved so many of these gossip girl memes. It's just like how many words you can make from one like show named gossip girl. Go sip, girl. I don't know. It's just me. If you even know the show, it's even funnier And the next meme was the same layout and it's just serena being like I need to pee and then blair being like go piss girl I don't know I don't know why it was so good. I don't know why it sent me but it did if you know, you know, but i'm putting funny gossip girl memes under Serotonin because it was like a really funny time and people that were like seeing it on twitter were like crying with me they were dying with me it was like really nice it was a nice moment to bond if you've seen the show as well the next thing on my list is more of a little roast but um seeing celebrities during this pandemic was very questionable um miss Priyanka I don't know how to say her last name but she is married to Nick Jonas so I'm going to call her Priyanka Jonas for right now um I saw a video of her, I don't follow her on Instagram, and I don't follow her on Twitter, I just know that Nick Jonas married, they got married. I just know that, I just know Nick Jonas in this situation. But regardless, Priyanka, very beautiful woman, love that for her. But she, she was, um, she thought she was doing something. She thought she was really like going off, like people were, pro- like she probably expected people to be in the comments like, yes queen, you did that. So, so loving that. And all she was doing really was um, clapping into a scenery like literally it's just her clapping and then the pa- the camera pans to like the view of what she it was a nice view though I, I mean I would have been great if you just showed the view and she's just clapping into the void and I'm like she's like clapping for healthcare workers and I'm like okay babe there's a lot to unpack here um I love your message I love what you were trying to do but it's not what you expected it to come out as instead of clapping into the void May I suggest, and this is a suggest- suggestion, may I suggest that you just, you know, maybe share some resources, share with the World Health Organization who is saying, some doctors, you know, why don't we listen to them right now? Or people that are treating COVID-19 indoors or can't make it to a hospital, whatever it may be. Any information truly is helpful and any information about COVID-19 was very helpful on social media because just in case somebody needed it, it was there or just regardless sharing that information very helpful especially if you have a very large platform it trends very quicker and it's easier to access to everyone and i would have just gone with that girl <laughs> like that would have been a lot more effective than clapping into a void. um the next thing on my list is miss vanessa hudgens she was basically like people are gonna die from this virus but like what can we do i'm like babe there's actually a lot we can do okay miss vanessa I know that Coachella didn't happen this year. I know you're a little bit struggling because you couldn't pick an outfit. Love you, babe. I know you were from High School Musical my childhood. You had the same name as me in your show in, like, High School Musical, Gabriella. I understand. Um, But um, people are going to die. But what can we do? There's a lot we can do, Miss Vanessa. You can stay indoors, for starters. Um, And if you can't stay indoors, you can um, be safe and cautious and wear a mask when you go outside. Have your hand sanitizer on the, you know with you at all times. That's a thought. That's a start. Um, Just like, it was just funny. She apologized for it. It honestly wasn't like that crazy like some people were doing, like some celebrities were doing in this quarantine. Very questionable things, but I don't know. It was just funny, but also like very, very concerning in a lot of ways. I was like, girl, there's a lot we can do in this time. And like, you can sit on your couch and you'd be doing a lot more than being outside for unnecessary reasons, but anyways. The next thing on the same list is when celebrities started singing the John Lennon song Imagine. If you haven't seen this video, I am so jealous. Incredibly jealous. Because it was just about like 20 celebrities like singing the song John Lennon's, like Imagine, and like one celebrity would say the first line, then another celebrity would, it would cut to another celebrity saying the following line. I don't know. It was very ineffective, and it was just kind of basic and I'm tired of celebrities and people in the beginning of quarantine like we'll get through this together guys we can do this we're in this together I'm like if you say this one more time we are not in this together this is not high school musical like we're all in this together like I get it but don't we're not besties we're not bros we're not like you don't know me like that and this did nothing this did nothing for anyone the more you could have done was like just share any info about COVID-19 and they were like I don't know it was just very pointless to me So I'm going to put all of that under just vibes. Just vibes. Because to me, it was funny. It was really funny. It was like really weird seeing how the celebrities were reacting. But also I was like, what's the reason? So my next thing on the list, Tiger King came out in March 2020. And it was very overhyped. And here's my thing. Okay. I know that nobody asked, obviously. But um, Tiger King was very overhyped. I didn't understand why it was so popular. I didn't understand why people were watching it. I watched a couple episodes with my sister and my family, and I was like, I don't, I don't see what's what's up with this. But like at the same time, sometimes I like see some bad TV shows, and I'm like, God, I I know they're bad, but they're so good because they're so bad. So it's just funny. It's a very funny show to me. It's just like I don't understand why Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin were hyped up during the show in general, because it's primarily about like Joe Exotic and his life and Carol Baskin prime like not really in the picture too much, but she's in some episodes and some seasons and about her life as well. And I just really think what's the hype? They both keep animals in wild cages. Why you can you can literally just keep them in the wild. I don't understand. And um here's my thing. So look, I'm all about rivalries. I understand the rival like there are a lot of okay. <sighs> Let me back up. There are a lot of rivalries that are very popular in our modern-day society, like TV show rivalries, movie rivalries, sequel rivalries. rivalries. I get it. Like, I understand why Sasuke and Itachi from Naruto are rivals. I understand why the Democratic and Republican Party are rivals. They're not besties. I understand. But I think it's absolutely hilarious how Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin have a rivalry for, like, something so... Like, it's over their zoos. Like, you'd have to be, like, a real nerd about, like, zoos and, like, animal whatever to be interested in their rivalry. Like, for me, it's just a pointless rivalry. It's not a very passionate rivalry. It's a very weird rivalry. Like, you both keep animals in cages. Like, what is there to fight about? She's trying to get your zoo shut down. He's trying to get her zoo shut down. Like, they cancel each other out, man. Just let these animals be free. (laughs) It's a very pointless rivalry to me. But then again, don't come for me. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, God forbid you state an opinion in this modern day society. And so to conclude my funny things or positive or weird things that have happened in 2020, the last thing on my list was WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion came out. God forbid that song came out and men just really decided to think they have an opinion on it. And I'm like, here's my thing, buddy. If you decide to wake up and your first thought when you wake up in the day to get your day started is listen to Takashi 6 9 or like Future and not like Frank Ocean or something, I'm not understanding. What's not clicking? It just, it, it makes me laugh so much how men cry over the most simplest things. I'm like, if you don't have great music taste, just say that. If you can't pull women, just say that. Just admit that to yourself. Because even if a woman with a WAP, I'm not going to really say it because it's pretty obvious and it's in the song, if a woman with a WAP doesn't want you, just say that. Just admit that, men. Just say that. But no, we can talk about Kanye and his dick and any other male rapper artist about their penises and their active sexual life and whatever it may be. But God forbid, two women rappers god forbid they ever talk about wop god forbid god forbid oh god send them away god bully them sure god forbid honestly men humble yourselves we already know you can't pull women no need to you know no use in um saying you can't pull wop women in general just say that just say that just admit it to yourselves and it just blows my mind how men never lack the audacity. And I will make an episode one day about how men make me want to evaporate sometimes. So anyways, moving on to the more not so great slash negative things that have happened in 2020. I'm at like 40-ish minutes, so I'm going to be faster, try to be, so it doesn't take too long for this to go up. But here's my thing. So... The first thing I have on my list is, just in general, the anxiety and stress and depression rising within people, especially students during in 2020. And I just, actually, wait, no, before I get into that, let me put all, like, let me put the Tiger King and the WAP by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion categories. So I'm going to put Tiger King... I'm going to put Tiger King under, honestly, just vibes, just vibes. And then for Miss WAP, for, by WAP, you know, by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, I'm going to put it under serotonin because nothing makes me happier than making men upset. And you do one thing and boom, they're mad. So applause to them. But anyways, back to the thing, because I remembered that I didn't review or rank it or put it in any category. So onto the more serious things of negative things in 2020. Or some things that just need to be discussed, really. So yes, the anxiety and stress and depression that has ro- like risen from students and just overall people in quarantine. And I can attest to this as a student myself. And truthfully, there were some universities, not all, all right? But at the same time, I don't understand why universities are asking you to pay when there's an economic financial crisis in the U.S. like I don't and the world even like ruthless if you ask me and I feel like I was getting more assignments than I would have been in regular school like turning them in via canvas but still going to physical school like an actual building which I haven't seen in a very long time and I just think it's so crazy to me it's very bizarre it's very Weird to think about how I even have to talk about the most basic thing like care about your students. Is it very much that difficult? Look, I know that adapting to online school is very hard for both parties, students, professors and faculty as a whole. But honestly, if you even like I saw this one I've seen some couple I've seen a couple emails and students like posting on their like Instagrams and Twitter about like screenshots of emails that professors emailed them personally or the class if you're if you have canvas or blackboard um blackboard has a better layout let's be real um but you get an email from the canvas like canvas notification to your email it's really weird i don't know why they send me double the messages when i can just quickly like you know check canvas but regardless they send you a message and then i saw one i don't know what state university like i don't know but basically it was just it was a lot basically this email said from this one professor that oh, I don't care if you're living in your car. I don't care if you can't afford this. Like you need to do the assignment. I don't I don't want to hear any excuses. Those aren't excuses. I wish I was joking. I wish that was a joke because I saw with my own eyes. I was like, this is unbelievable. Like this is absolutely like the most inhumane thing I have ever seen on any platform. Like I was like in awe. I reread it a million times. I was like, I cannot believe this professor really sent that out. Truly. I god, I wish I knew what professor that was because that is inhumane. That is disgusting and that is so revolting. It's like wow, like there are no words really. And so it was absolutely ridiculous seeing that. I think that was the number one like email and post that I saw from a student talking about like how people are like professors, some of them are being ruthless right now. Luckily I have been very lucky and fortunate to have good professors for the most part but I will say that I did email my university talking about tuition like pretty early on this year um one of my family members unfortunately got COVID-19 um and yeah one of my family relatives got COVID-19 and I didn't really want to tell anyone I didn't really want to make it like a big deal because I didn't want to like put something into the universe that could end badly so I just kept it to myself, but I just emailed people that I needed to email about it or got in contact with them. And I emailed my university. I was like, hey, one of my family relatives got COVID-19. And primarily that is my main focus. Like I know know it's like emailing to a brick wall saying that school doesn't matter to a university because they don't care, apparently. And so I was like, "Hi, like I'm sorry. Like, is there any way I can get like an extension for this tuition? Like, I know it's due. It's I know it's coming up, but I really may need an extension. If I can't get an extension, can I at least talk to someone for deferring for a year? Like, the primary course of action right now, I want to focus on this person getting better and doing what I need to. I'm sorry. Like, I just need to talk to someone or see what I can do." Not only did my university reply six days later. Probably, no, a full week, I would say, actually. That's borderline almost a week. And not only did they reply a week later, they were like, sorry, we don't really offer extensions for tuition payment, but hey, you have a couple weeks to come up with the money. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, don't make me drop out. Don't make me. Don't make me drop these classes. I got time, bro. Don't make me drop these classes. So... I have never felt so disgusted. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm very fortunate to have the financial ability right now to pay for school, for, you know, college. But unfortunately, several students don't have that ability. And what happens if I was not able to come up with the money to pay for that? So just fuck me, right? Fuck an education, I guess. God forbid. So I was like, you know what? Wow. Okay. You know what? You were really like, "Huh? You have enough time. You have like 2 weeks to come up with the money." I'm like, "Okay. Um, no. <laughs> Literally go fuck yourself." Sorry. Like people are dying and you over here like, mm, "I don't know. You need to come up with the money though." Just a thought. Just a thought. Just saying. Just saying. I'm I'm just putting it out there. I have the email in case anyone doesn't believe me, but it's true. And I was just saying, I was just saying. I was like, "I'm sorry, but like no. Like <laughs> that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. That was pretty harsh if you ask me. But hey, you know what? What do I know? What do I know? So, unfortunately, some universities and some professors have not been responding very well to students and being caring or, you know, even reaching out, even trying to care about their students. And it shows. At the end of the day, I don't care how ruthless that makes me. I don't care if somebody's like, "Oh my god, like just let it go." I'm like, "No, I'm not going to let it go." I'm not going to. People and 2020 was very difficult for everyone in their own way. And the fact that a university that I'm giving my time and my energy and putting my all if I can and when I can and most of the time for them to just be like, you know what? Sorry. You know, we really can't help you out here. Like tuition should have been free all 2020. That's all I can really say. How are you going to charge me full tuition when one I'm doing it through Zoom and I'm not physically there? And not only that, you're charging me out of state tuition, which is pretty cruel if you ask me. I'm not even like, just because I'm in a different location, I can literally just go to like my city, the city of my university. What are they going to do then, huh? Charge me full tuition? I don't think so. But what is me like? What is what does my computer have to do with anything of where it's located? So my computer is basically the reason why I have full tuition for out of state. Good to know. Thank you guys, just wanted to put that out there. I don't care how ruthless that makes me. I don't care how rude that makes me. It's just the way it is. Sorry, cancel me if you want, God forbid. But I think a lot of students can attest to this and their universities as well. So I'm gonna say, but anyways, (laughs) anyways, next thing on my list, Brexit. If you don't know what Brexit is, it's basically, I honestly just like to keep up with some things, oh wait, actually no, before I get into Brexit. (laughs) The university and anxiety and depression happening with students, I'm going to put that under, honestly, we're in a panoramic. Because, oh my God, the amount of sad things I've seen students go through during their time. It's very sad. And I'm going to put that under, we're in a panoramic. Excuse me. So Brexit happened. That's the next thing on my list. Brexit happened in January 30 like on January 31st 2020 and if you don't know Brexit it's basically just the UK's withdrawal from the European Union I have seen it on my timeline for a long time and I was like wait is it going to happen is it not did it happen like as I do follow some british um, YouTubers and creators on my on Twitter and they were briefly mentioning Brexit every few months and stuff so I don't know. I just wanted to add that. And the fact that it actually fully went through was crazy to me. I was like, whoa, I've seen so many people talk about this. But, like, it went through. So, basically, the countries in the U.K. include England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. And just a little fun fact. Actually, really, really sad fact, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that under... We're uh, No, we're going to put that under... Yeah, we're in a panoramic. Just kind of a random and pretty inconvenient time for some people to go through that so just a thought you know the next thing on my list is ugh, it's gonna be it's gonna be something mark zuckerberg's neo-colonialism act to buy hawaiian land now i actually have looked this up and apparently it was in 2019 this occurred but i saw the petition for it in 2020 on my timeline for twitter so i would add that in there i think it's very crucial to talk about so Yet another colonizer energy act on a billionaire's part. Not surprised. Am I disappointed? Absolutely. But am I surprised? Not one bit. And I just think it's a really, really necessary thing to bring up. Because I w- I signed the petition. And I read everything that happened because I did not hear about that. And I'm really sad and that I didn't hear about it sooner. And then I read more about it. And then I was like, this is so cruel and sickening to me. But and like I, like I mentioned, I'm not surprised. You know, that's something Mark Zuckerberg or any really rich white billionaire would do. Just stealing land, you know? Wow, where have we heard that one before? Crazy. Neocolonialism. Very prominent. Like that is a prime example of neocolonialism. So anyways... I'm gonna put that under, honestly, I'm gonna put that under as Mark Zuckerberg woke up and chose violence because that's really fucked up and I don't think that the native, like Hawaiian natives are gonna ever forgive that. So regardless, um, next thing on my list, Ghislaine Maxwell. So she was arrested as she really should have been, as she deserved. And if you don't know Ghislaine Maxwell, who are you in for a shock just google her i don't really need to go into further detail but um anyways Ghislaine maxwell she was arrested and trump when somebody like in his meeting or press conference whatever brought up Ghislaine maxwell he was like you know i wish her well and i'm like um back up mm-hmm. back up back up donald <laughs> donald if i may i know you're a little slow sometimes i know we're getting old i understand But um, do I need to, like, pull up her reasonings for being arrested? Like, if you don't know Ghislaine Maxwell, please look up why she was charged and arrested and what she has done so far. There's a whole documentary on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein and his whole ordeal and his whole really shitty concept and and just everything he did. I don't need to go into further detail. I'm not going to even say it because I don't want to give it that much of my time because it's not worth it because it's out there. It's You can Google it. You can do that research on your own. But why is Trump wishing her well? I don't understand. Do you know who she is? Do you know what she's done? And if you haven't, where have you been? And not only um, was she arrested, she promised to drop big names, but she never did. I get you were probably blackmailed, um, but, um, like I'm still mad. Like you were supposed to spill the information But you didn't you're literally helping no one like expose these people for who they are Just expose them. It's not that difficult. Just do it. That's just me anyways hmm. Next thing I'm going to issue a trigger warning uh, police brutality Violence and I'm going to also issue murder. So if you don't want to hear this you can skip ahead but um, I will never forget, um, Trump literally tweeted, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And I am sick when it comes to the BLM protests that have occurred. Because let me, let me think, um, if you are really mainly concerned with looting a big corporation business, which has enough financial money to actually recover from a looting incident, then, oh yeah, if you care more about that rather than the lives of the black community, then you really have your priorities really out of line. Um, I, I don't really know where to start with that. All I can say is like, wow, what the fuck? And I can't believe that the actual president of the United States did that. I don't understand why. I don't understand what was the reason for that. It is embarrassing. And it's also very disgusting in so many ways. So you really don't care about the lives of any of your, the people that you are apparently ruling in the US, clearly and honestly i can't really i can't really even go into further detail without getting even more upset but honestly the amount of violence that was caused by cops towards blm protest honestly if you don't know the violence and you think that it was all caused by the actual protesters themselves honestly you are disgusting and you're sick and you haven't actually seen the behind the scenes and you know what i'm not going to put that in the category because it's not fun it's not funny it's not a joke it's something that really happened and needed to be discussed on here so I'm going to put that in there. But like I mentioned previously earlier on, people were protesting going to like get a haircut, protesting that the gyms weren't open. People were protesting like, oh my God, like my senior year is ruined. So I'm like, okay, um, you can protest that, but the like the black community cannot protest their lives to have simple respect. Simple respect, they can't do that. Okay, I see where the priorities lie. And like I mentioned, if you care more about looting rather than the lives of people that are being murdered in broad daylight, then you really don't have any any sense of reality. Your priorities are so far out of line. I'm concerned, and seek help if that's the case. So, and also, I don't condone looting. But if, like, don't condone looting in the sense of, like, looting a small business. They will not financially recover. But a big corporation, though, they can financially recover. So that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So the next thing on my list is the fires in Australia, then later on, California. Look, fires in California and, like, for Californians, it's like a big joke to us. Like, we think everything is a joke here. Honestly, when it's fire season, we're like, oh, you know, just classic fire season. Like, you know, just... California things, we don't really take it into account that much, you know, we just see smoke, we smell smoke, and then we're like, okay, let's move on. It's, at the end of the day, it's very crazy to me. I'm also very used to it, you know, it is what it is. I've had school canceled because of fires. I've had so many things canceled because of the fires. It's a very common thing here. Um, But also, it's very concerning that nobody really cares about the environment. (laughs) It's really concerning that no one cares. But um, anyways... I'm going to put the fires in Australia and then later on in California, I'm going to put that under, we're in a panoramic, truly. It's like, there's never a great time for a fire to break out, but the fact that nobody did anything and it took way too long for government officials to actually take action on actually sending these fires to be contained, was pretty bad, I would say. And it was just, it was, oh my God, it was stressful. Oh my God. Okay. In a panoramic. We're in a panoramic. The next thing on my list was the Wayfair conspiracy that involved warning, trigger warning, child sex trafficking. That involved child sex trafficking. And I honestly don't know if I believe it or not. Because all I'm gonna say right now is that why oh why? Why oh why was were these cabinets on the Wayfair website named after child like names, like actual human being names. That's all, That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I wanna say. That doesn't make sense to me and I just want to know why the like the names of these furniture things were called human names that's all I'm going to say don't know if I believe it or not but I saw some pretty convincing screenshots but also you can also fake a screenshot or edit a screenshot whatever so I'm going to put that under honestly we're in the panoramic because honestly I just there were so many things going on before that conspiracy came out like I was still processing every event. That happened prior to the Wayf- Wayfair conspiracy coming out. I don't know why. I was just still processing. I was still coping. I was like, how do I even cope with this information? There's too much information coming in for me to process at the moment. And then I had to add the Wayfair conspiracy on top. I need to do further research on this as well. Give me a minute and I will get to it. Anyways, the next thing on my list, Trump getting impeached twice as of now. So I'm going to really say. The guy deserved it. And honestly, quien le manda, if you know, if you know, um... But honestly, ¿Quién le manda? That's like the perfect way to like approach that situation. ¿Quién le manda? So Trump getting impeached twice. I'm going to put under, honestly. Honestly, it's a pretty shitty thing that happened. But honestly, he he woke up and chose violence. Truly. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. ¿Quién le manda? I wish I knew. But anyways, I'm going to put these next two. I'm going to put these next two under... Actually, no, let me say them first, and then we can put them in a category. The next two things. Miss Nancy Pelosi saying that $600 worth of a stimulus check, uh, more well-known as a stimmy, was enough. Now, um, before I get into that, why? What was the reason, Miss Nancy? The woman is, makes a lot of money. The woman is like also 80 years old. And if you live in any major expensive city, like Los Angeles or New York, like Manhattan... Or if you live in like a very expensive city as a whole, if you're going to use that for rent, it's not going to you know, be financially enough. But also, maybe $600 is enough for getting groceries or other bills and other things. It is probably enough for those people. However, if you're going to pay rent and bills, it's going to be way more than that, than $600. And I, it's just funny how she makes so much money and she's just making these calls. It's almost as if she shouldn't be making them. Isn't that bizarre? Then the next person, Mitch McConnell, denying 2K stimmy. Bro, buddy. These, Nancy and Mitch are both making so much money in the government, bro. They don't know how essential having 2K would have been. Very helpful for Americans. So I'm going to put these two imbeciles under under actually politics or assimilation they're so stupid right now and also actually you know what i'm gonna put them under two i'm gonna put them under politics or assimilation and they woke up and chose violence because that's what they did that's what they did and so leads me to the end i'm going to put this at the end um the last two things on my list, I'll try to get them through very quickly. I'm running out of time, and I don't want to make it too long. But um, the suicide bombing that happened in Tennessee on Christmas Day 2020, um, it did not get any news coverage, which is very mind-blowing to me, but also it's something that would happen in that time. And people's lives were at stake. Honestly, I wish it was more talked about, but I thought I would throw that in there in case people forgot or just didn't know. And it's just crazy how like when you're not on social media, you can miss like such an important aspect, especially on Christmas Day. I feel like people were spending time with the family or just being with their friends or whoever they were spending time with. And they weren't like of all the days on any year that you won't be on social media that often would probably be Christmas Day or any very prominent and essential and very important holiday like Christmas or any other holiday during the holiday season. And it just blows my mind how... Just thinking about how, like, if you're off social media for one hour even, you might miss something that's crazy, and it blows my mind. I wish I could get into that, but I'm running out of time. So the next and final thing... Oh, wait, actually. Suicide bombing in Tennessee on Christmas Day. I'm not going to put that in any category because it's not funny. It's not a joke. It's just... It is what it is, and I just wanted to put that in there in case people forgot or did not know, really. Um, And here's the thing. Last thing on my list, and I will end with this before talking about BLM... Person of the Year, Time Chose. Now, Time Chose Joe Biden and Kamala Harris since they won the 2020 presidential election. Now, I'm not a fan of any politician. I don't like any politician. I don't trust any of them. They're all weird and corrupt in their own ways. Um, My thing is, is that um, they didn't do anything. They won fair and square. I will respect them for that. I voted for Joe, you know. And I'm happy that some change is gonna happen. That's truly what matters here. But um, truly, they didn't do anything. They were not in office. Hypothetically speaking, if Trump was making great decisions and has been for his four-year term, um, he was the one making the calls, the shots, everything. If anything, if he was a good president, hypothetically speaking, clearly, but if Trump was doing great things, he would be more likely and well-deserving of winning a time person of the year, because if he was a good president, he would have made great calls and like, hello, boom, would have been easier to, you know, give somebody that actually did something the award or making somebody person of the year. So, um, if anything, I'm going to make my own person of the year and I'm going to put, um, artists, I'm going to put healthcare workers. I'm going to put essential workers. I'm going to put literally anyone that has done anything great in 2020. The black community deserves to be person of the year. That's truly what like those people, like the black community, the essential workers, healthcare workers, professors, teachers, some, like some of them, and just artists, creatives, whatever, I would put them as person of the year. They're well-deserving, well-deserving. Now, speaking of BLM, I would properly give it my proper time and respect. So what I'm going to do now is end with them. And I'm going to issue another trigger warning because it involves unnecessary violence from the hands of police officers. I'm also going to mention just violence as a whole and murder and abuse of power. Those are the trigger warnings for now. So BLM has played a major role all of 2020, and it should have been. And I'm glad it was. I'm glad that people finally talked about it. And similarly, I will bring up that... The whole episode, I decided to mention it because it is something that I do not wish to like forget about. Is something that needs to be talked about the whole time. Because it was very prominent in all of 2020. And it should continue to do so. It should continue to be talked about because I remember all of summer 2020, it was being talked about everywhere. And it should continue to do so. It should not die out like it has been so far. And you know what? I will be the first one to say that it was very overwhelming but also it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work that we all have to do and advocate for. And it is overwhelming. It is like, if you don't take a break, I can assure you it's very stressful. And I remember one of my professors prior to my four years, she was like, with everything that happened when George Floyd was unfortunately murdered in brought daylight, she was saying how like, you know what guys, this is gonna be something you will advocate for your whole life. You're going to be calling people out your whole life. You're going to be advocating and speaking on this your whole life. It's a whole lifelong process. This is just the first step. This is something you have to just do. And I'm like, you know what, you're right. You know what, you're absolutely right. Because I'm going to be advocating for these people my whole life. It's never gonna just stop. It's never just gonna go away in the blink of an eye. No, absolutely not. And so all I can say about BLM is, is that it's been going on for years. They, like, the Black community has been screaming for us to hear them for years on end, centuries, decades. And to ignore them would be ridiculous and would be disrespectful. And I think that we should really, all we can do is uplift their fight. We have to voice and be there for them. Because at the end of the day, this is their fight that they are fighting for. And in support of them and, like, posting and hearing their stories like we need to listen to them they have been saying to listen to them for years for years and I think it's time that we properly do so because this is their fight and all we can do is advocate for them and be there for them and listen to them and I mean fully listen not just you know listen one day and forget the next no listen so at the as I wrap up I'm going to just reflect on what I have learned on in 2020 quarantine. And I will say that one thing I loved about this in 2020 was I was alone most of the time. Solitude really is something I thrive off of. It's just me personally. I know a lot of people don't thrive off of that easily. But um, I love being alone and I loved working out at home, you know. It's very chaotic, but you learn to live and adapt to the space. But I will say one thing and a few things that I miss about the, you know, the world when it wasn't illegal to go outside <laughs> is truly dance studios, museums, concerts, like working a regular job, you know. And it was nice meeting new people and not having to worry about so much and just the pandemic in general. So at the end of the day, we will get back to normal one day, and I will end on a more positive note. So I'm going to go make some tea. I'm going to have some dinner. And all I can say is that we're not we're really in this together, as cringy as that may sound from the very beginning if it was mentioned. But you are capable of everything, and you are fully going to win this fight. And whatever I can say, if you are grieving... It will be a process, but you are able and you are capable of handling it. And all I can say is you are loved and you are worthy. And we will get through this one day. No matter how long it takes, but I'm signing off. So much love and that's all I'm going to say. Bye.